it says this, talking about the wise men, the magi, it says that after hearing the king, they went their way, and the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. When they saw the star, listen, when they saw the promise, when they saw the goodness of God, when they saw the new thing that God was doing, they rejoiced, glory to God, with great joy. And then it says, verse 11, And coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. You know, I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. There's a great rejoicing, there's a worship, and then what? And then there's a giving. Lord, I'm not going to leave you empty-handed. The very next thing says, Then they opened their treasures and they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gifts for a king. Gifts of honor. Gifts that carry a weight to them. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, uh, many times we read this and we think, well, how nice. Isn't that nice that the wise men brought that to Jesus? But we don't catch on that it's our job to bring gifts to the king every Sunday. <laughs> you know, every time that we're in church, it's our job to bring gifts to the king. It doesn't have to be everything that we have in the bank account. It just needs to be obedience. Obedience is a gift to the king. Obedience is a kingly gift. Obedience. Lord, what do you want me to give today? Oh, okay, I'll do that. Why? Because I might not know what you know. Lord, I definitely don't know what you know. I don't know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. You know what seeds I need to plant to meet the needs down the road. You know what seeds I need to plant to move into abundance. You know what I need to do. The key is, are we given our heart and are we given a kingly gift of honor to our king? These wise men, uh, they're not Jews. They weren't, I, you, you wouldn't say that they were of the same religion. They were of a different religion. But they saw something, they saw something that was different. They said something's happening, something's important. We actually know what that important thing was. But I found that even Christians so many times, we don't honor and esteem what God is up to. And just because you haven't seen him the way you thought doesn't mean he's not up to something. He's always up to something, and it's always something good. But he says, look, if you will return to me, what is due? The worship, the rejoicing, the kingly gifts. He said, you're going to set yourself into a place where I can pour out my blessings on you. I can open the windows of heaven. I can bring down a multiplied abundance to do every good work. But many times people don't realize it, and so they don't plan, they don't prepare, they don't do those things. You know, one of the things that I found in the Word, in the Bible, it says, look, get ready to give. It tells us, get ready to give. Prepare a gift. He, there's one, one place where there's a minister coming in, and, and he tells them, look, go and get them ready to give. Now, why is Paul saying that? He says, I'm not saying this so that I can have it. He said, I'm saying it so that you will have fruit to your account, to abound to your account. Many times we miss that because we don't honor God. If ever there was a time that we should honor God with a kingly gift, it's around Christmas time. 
and we ought to say, Jesus, uh, we're celebrating your birthday, and I'm going to honor you with my obedience tonight. So I just challenge you, stand on your feet. If you, if you want to make out a check, you can write it to Boomerang Church. If you're online, you can go to givebc.org. But just lift your offering up right now. Father, right now, we thank you. Lord, you have provided for us. None of us in here is starving. I, I think I know everybody, and nobody here doesn't have a house and doesn't have clothes, because if they had clothes, it'd be a mess right now, if they were out of clothes. Lord, thank you. You have provided. You have provided. And today, Lord, we honor you with our obedience. We honor you with our obedience. And we bring it to the altar, just like these wise men. We come with great rejoicing, great worship, and great honor in our giving. Lord, and we come not only uh, in honor, but we come in faith, knowing that you will meet the seeds that we plant. You meet it. You multiply it. You never, you are not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that we also reap. If it's good, he'll reap good. If it's bad, he'll reap bad. Lord, you're not mocked. It's who you are. And if a person sows honor, you're going to pour out honor on them from heaven. Lord, we ask you right now, receive our gift tonight. Receive our offering. We praise you. We love you. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may bring your offering. Hallelujah. leave that music playing lightly. Welcome to our Christmas Eve service. Jesus, we praise you. We worship you. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. Therefore the Lord will give you a sign. A virgin will be with child, and she'll call his name Emmanuel. You can be seated. Long, long ago, in a garden, in a very beautiful garden, there were these creatures that were of magnificent glory. If anybody from here looked on in that garden, they would see something that they probably didn't understand, but they would see some things that didn't make sense to them. They would see a glory and a majesty that they're not used to, that they might not think is real, but yet, they were, they were human. They were just like you and I, Adam and Eve, but they were clothed in the glory of God. They were clothed in His glory. 
They're walking around, they would speak things and things would happen. They were made in the image and likeness of God. They would, they would just say a word and all of a sudden it would happen. All of a sudden that would take place. Adam would name the animals and the animals would be that name forever. And then God said to him this, he said, look, just do what I tell you to do. He said, but don't eat from that tree. You eat from that tree, the day you eat of it, you'll surely die. You'll surely die. We all know what happened, but here's this most glorious being, this most glorious creation, and had you or I been in the same spot, we'd have probably done the same thing. Matter of fact, all of us have done it on some level. We did the very thing that the giver of the glory said not to do. We did the very thing, and all of a sudden, that day, the glory dropped away. The presence of God was erased out of their life. All of a sudden, that day, mankind, Adam moved on behalf of all of mankind, and mankind was left without connection to a loving father, and the life of him went out. Now, his physical life remained, but that day, physical death began. That very day, that very day, they started dying. And it's interesting, they were made so well, it took them 900 years to die. Took, took the devil 900 years to figure out how to kill them. They were made so good. But that day, physical death and the curse came in. That day, they truly died, but where they kept looking at a physical life, it was not that, it was a spiritual death, and that spiritual death was exactly this. That creature, that creation that was so beautiful, clothed in the glory of God, the death was this, separation from God himself. Now here you have it in Isaiah from that moment, the Lord starts strategizing. How do I redeem them? How do I save my kids? How do I save my children? What do I do to bring them back? What do I do to get them back to that place? And, and immediately, as soon as it happens, he prophesies. Oh, it's going to happen. The, her, listen, the seed of the woman will crush your head, Satan. The seed of the woman will crush your head. From the garden, from the garden, he prophesies. The father prophesies. Oh, they will rise up. And it's the most interesting thing. I think I said it on Sunday, but the devil from that point had 4,000 years to figure out God's strategy and still missed it. God's got them beat left and right, up and down. You know, he's got them beat on all sides. God is who we need. God is what we need. God started formulating a plan. He probably knew it right away, but, you know, in terms of the way we think, he formulated it right there. You know, he started working on it. He, he, he knows everything. He already had it all worked out. All worked out. It's all worked out. Listen, the problems that you may face in God, they're all worked out. They're already all worked out. The message tonight on this Christmas Eve service is, the gift that we need most. The gift that we need most. You know, you might be sitting there and, and, and you, might, you might have uh, your bank account might be drained or you might have uh, something where you're sitting there and you're like, what I need the most right now is some money. 
Yeah. Or you might be sitting there and you might be you know, sick in your body. What I need right now, I need some healing right now. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 28, it says this, In Him we live and move and have our being. In Him, in Jesus, we live. We have life to the full till it overflows. In Him, we move. We have our motion. We know where to go. We're provided for to get there. We have our motion. We can get there. Anybody ever been going through life and I just don't know what to do? I don't know how to get there. Like, what do I do next? What's my next step? I, and you've ever felt just lost? I've felt that way before. I don't know what to do. In Him we move. In Him we know what direction we're going. In Him we know what our destination is. In Him we're empowered by Him to get there. In Him we live. We have life to the full till it overflows like John 10.10 says. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I am come that you might have life to the full till it overflows. We're not just talking about, oh yeah, I'm alive. No, we're talking about life overflowing. We're talking about health overflowing. We're talking about abundance overflowing. Uh, that's why we say, Boomerang Church, a, a house of love and prayer, living in abundance. Abundance of what? Whatever it is. Why? Because God's called you to an abundant life. It's a promise of the life that he has. In him, in Jesus, we live and move and we have our being. We have our being. Everything that needs to come into being. It comes into being through Jesus, through intimacy with Him, through fellowship with Him, through that connection. He said in Isaiah, I'm going to show you something. There's going to be a sign. And it's going to be a child that's born of a virgin. And this child will be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel is God with us. The gift that we needed the most was not healing. It's not finances. It's not protection or deliverance or restoration or, or even to go to heaven. The gift that we need the most is to be connected with God. We needed Emmanuel. We needed God with us us again the very thing that was lost in the garden from those creatures that were clothed with the glory and fell they needed God to come back in again and and to fix it all you know it's the most interesting thing you know just bear with me for a second but let's say that we're sitting here tonight and uh, let's say that that you're in need and you're in need and you need help, you need finances, you need whatever it is you need. You need emotional healing, you need the power of God. You need the power of God. And about that time, right when you need it the most and you're about at your breaking point, all of a sudden the door swings open and Jesus comes walking out. What just happened to your faith? Oh, yeah. Everything I need, I know it's handled. Do you know why? Because God just came to be with us. God just came. And if he came and he sat down on this row, how many people in here, it, you got worries left? No, all the worries go out the door. Why? Because the gift we need the most is God with us. Everything's going to work 
because Jesus is here, because God's with us. Everything's going to work. There's no more fretting, no more frowning, no more worry, no more anxiousness, no more fear, because God's here. When Jesus walks into our life, everything changes. Healing starts to happen. Restoration starts to take place. Provision and abundance starts to work in our lives. He, he starts to show us, hey, don't do that. That'll get you in trouble. But do this. It'll get you in the blessing. Because when God gets there, the wisdom of God is what you need. The gift that you need the most is you need God with you. But see, what happens is just because we see, if we saw Jesus sitting here, our faith would rise. Why? Because we've been living as a people that live by sight and not by faith. But if we would live by faith, we would look into the Word and see the words of Jesus Himself, Emmanuel Himself, God with us, who says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Lo, I'll be with you always. He's not left. There was a child given to a virgin. His name was Emmanuel, God with us. The gift we need the most is not the physical thing. The gift we need the most is to step into Jesus and for Jesus to step into us. Jesus already took his step when he stepped off of the throne, out of heaven, and into the world. And instantly, the angels re rejoiced the wise men worshipped. People gave. People prophesied. Why? Because God was with us. Everything changed in that moment. Why? Because God was with us. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 2 says this, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Why? Because God will be with His people again. He found a way. He found a way legally to connect with His people again. Get Jesus in and we to get in Him. In Him we live and move and have our being. We abide in Him and He abides in us. And when that happens, there's something supernatural. If you could see it in the Spirit, you would be rejoicing all the day long. For God is with you. But because the world has taught us to live by sight, many times we're not looking for the light. We're looking into the dark. We're looking into the negative. We're looking into the problem. And we've got to decide, Lord, I'm going to take you at your word. You came down, and I'm not waiting on you to move. You're waiting on me to move. Isaiah 9 carries on in verse 6. It says this, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom. Wonderful, our Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Emmanuel.
God with us. Matthew chapter 1. Verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. What was the gift we needed the most? Just meditate on that. It wasn't the stuff, it wasn't the healing. It wasn't the money. It wasn't the restoration. It wasn't heaven. It was Him. We needed Him. The gift we need the most is God to be with us again. And here, after 4,000 years, after 4,000 years of curse, something shaken, something stirring, 400 years there's not been a word from God. All of a sudden, there's a word to a young mother about to be. A virgin who's never been with a man. There's a word to her cousin about John the Baptist. All of a sudden, there's an angel prophesying. Something's happening. Something's going on. We've been waiting for the Messiah. What was the Messiah going to do? He was going to bring God to be with us again. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. It's of God. This child is the child of God. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son and he called his name Jesus. This evening, as we celebrate the birth of Christ, understand that you're not just celebrating a Savior, you're celebrating God with you again. And, and you may have received him before, but there's a freshness, there's a renewing that we need to do. I like doing it every single day and just renewing that relationship. Lord, what I need more than anything else is I need you with me. I need you with me. I need God with me. God with us. And so this evening, I just want to invite you to stand on your feet and come to the altar and just say, Lord, be with me, and I celebrate the gift that I need the most, and I move my heart. Just as the wise men went to the King of Kings, let us go to Him as well. Let us not be prideful, thinking that we don't need it, when you have the greatest and the wisest 
who said, Lord, we need you. If we can have the singers to sing that Noel song. Father, we thank you. Lord, today, more than anything else, the gift we need the most, the gift we need the most is God with us. More than anything else, we need God with us. Father, we need you. You're the Lord of our life. And when you walk in, problems melt. Problems melt. Just like if we saw Jesus walk into this room, all of the things would go away. Problems melt away. Whatever it is, sickness, disease, lack, anything of the curse, Lord, we receive today God with us. Just say this with me. Just say, Jesus, Jesus. tonight, I celebrate the gift I need the most. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And I refresh my relationship tonight. Say it with me. Don't just think it. Say it out of your mouth. I refresh my relationship tonight. Lord, I need you. I gotta have you. You are the gift I need the most. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the Savior of my life. I love you. I'll be obedient to you. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. You're my Lord. You're the director of my life. And I believe. You took my mess on me, on you, and you took it to the cross, and you took it to the grave, and you dealt with it. You dealt with my mess, with my sin, and you left it there in the grave. And I believe that God brought you back to life, and when he brought you, Ye raised me up too. You didn't leave me in that place. And Lord, I ask that you baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire to live this life, to be in the best places, doing the best things. And Lord, right now, I receive healing in my body. Provision in my finances. Provision in all areas of life. I receive protection. I receive full restoration. I receive deliverance. I receive the promise of heaven. The promise of a soon returning king. And I receive God with me. Right now, I'm not waiting on it. We have it now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now let's just worship him with this song as we wrap up. As they sing, I'm just going to pray for you real quick. If you need prayer for anything, come up quickly.
And we just believe that when we pray over you, you'll receive every bit of that. Father, we thank you right now. Let's just raise our hands. They can start that music and y'all get ready. Thank you, Father. We praise you. We worship you. Love incarnate, love divine. Star and angels gave the sign. Bow to babe on bended knee. Savior of humanity. Unto us a child is born, he shall reign forevermore. No.
Fresh touch, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for your anointing. Your anointing in every way. Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost and fresh anointing. Stepping into this season, seasoned, and into a new year. Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Strength, wisdom, and grace in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Even with ministry, it's less than 10 after. Glory to God. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Jesus, we praise you this evening. Let's just stand to our feet. Lift our hands. Jesus, we praise you. Thank you for the gift that we needed most. Thank you for the gift that we needed most. Thank you, Father, for the gift that we needed most. We praise you, we worship you, we give you all of the glory. Lord, thank you for 2019. Thank you for 2020. This will be a year of great, great harvest, of great, great harvest, of great, great harvest, of great, great harvest. Harvest in souls, 
Harvest in finances. Harvest in protection. Harvest in deliverance. Harvest in restoration. Lord, harvest in health. A year of great harvest. A harvest of the supernatural, Lord. A harvest of the supernatural. A harvest of the normal of God. A harvest of the heavenly, Lord. We see it. We'll walk in it, and we have it, and we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, glory to God, glory to God. Nicole and I, just we just praise God for you, and we just, we just worship Him, and we pray for you, and uh, we just love you, and we want to tell you, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Have a great Christmas. We 